three, three, two, two, one. one. It's time for the show. Action. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present, of everyday people. And now, here's your host, the one and only. Asher Chua. So, Chicago winners are brutal. Nothing new there. No. <laughs> and how, how long are you, how much longer are you there for until you finish up um, pre-med? Um, I don't know. I've lived here my whole life, um, you know, especially now that I've actually been traveling a little bit. Like, I really don't know where I want to go. People ask me, but I mean, I know I'm not going to stay in Chicago the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I was born and raised here. I was not meant to stay here. I was meant to go out there in the world, you know? <laughs> right. And um, honestly, I see myself here until I finish pre-med and then possibly staying here to finish med school if, you know, the opportunity lies here because where I work now, it's very, it's very, I've got a good, my, like, got my foot in the door, you know? Yeah. Like, so it's a really good, every really good transition. I already work for a hospital that's a teaching hospital, so I feel like it would be really good. But then again, the future is very unpredictable. Things can happen. Things can change. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very, you know, I'll go with the flow, but at the end of the day, right. I'm still going to be the doctor. How yeah. I get it, I can't tell you guaranteed, but I know I'm going to be it. You know, right. so I could be Chicago for medical school. I may not be in Chicago for medical school. Um, okay. Most likely, I mean, my best bet would be to stay here because, you know, I have family here who can support me. Because um, when you do go to medical school, like, you can't really work. You can't, right. it can't, you know, it's very demanding. So I might need them. As of this year. Huh? I said, but you have now. You have a bigger family as of this year, so you can you can still go anywhere. That is true, and I've actually because of my bigger family now that I have a BU, I've actually been like I kind of want to go to Cali because oh, everyone's on huh? Cali, so I'm like maybe I'll move to Cali. But Cali is a lot more expensive than Chicago, so that's true. That's true. Yeah, so it's like I don't know. We gotta get your uh, your side businesses going and just get them to start funding your school. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. So you still been getting in the gym? Yes, yeah, so I got my gym clothes on. So I got this call. I will be going to the gym. Um, I've been still recovering. I, I was doing very well. Like I was back in the gym, back in my the swing of things, you know, doing my boxing, pivoting. But I actually recently re-hurt my injury. So I've been braced back on, limping. I'm just kind of doing yeah. upper body, but I'm working around it. It's been six gotcha. months, my initial injury. I'm just still kind of kind of hope, hoping it gets fixed soon because, yeah. yeah. It's it's funny. I, I talked to my brother. Um, well, I actually just took him to the airport this morning, but I, I was talking to him a few weeks back. And he, he's a, a runner like yourself. He's run a couple marathons. And he was telling me that recently he went out for a run and he forgot to put on like the the leggings with like the cold and everything and put on like the uh icy hot and he yep. ended up having like a, a minor tear and i was like why don't why don't you like just go walk instead of like just going out there and run and he's like that's kind of like telling kobe like why don't you just sit down don't don't even play don't put up any points and yeah. i was like yeah, i guess you got a point there it is very true and i think that a lot of people don't realize that for athletes 
that when they do get injured and they're away from their normal activities, it's not just a toll on their sports, but it's a mm-hmm. mental mental toll too because right, right. we love to do what we love to do. It is our escape. It is our therapy. And it is the way we like to express ourselves. And when we can't do that, we're left kind of lost. Mm. And a lot of people don't understand that, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, can can you can you talk more about that? Like, what is that? What has it been like? The whole is this the first time you've had this like injury being out this, for six months, or is it? This is the worst injury I've had. Like, I've had injuries in the past before, mm-hmm. but they haven't been this bad. Like, it's usually just been one portion of my body. Like, it was my hand at one point, and it was just my hand, which I was like, okay, fine, mm-hmm. I can legs, I can do this, I can still do that. But this time it was like both my knees and my elbows. So I couldn't do any upper body and I couldn't do any lo- uh, lower body. So it was, it was tough. I will say I did go into like a, a bit of a depression because I really, I've always been very athletic. Um, my first half marathon was at the age of like 15 or 16 years old. And oh, wow. yeah. And then um, I was in high school. And then, um, so like after like, you know, I was married, I got divorced and then I felt depression. And when I was divorced, I gained weight. I was like, you know, people get married, they get comfortable, they get lazy, you know, just lay on the couch and watch Netflix. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's so cozy. Um, And I gained a little weight. I gained about 60 pounds and I didn't see it. My mom would tell me like, "Hmm, you're getting a little chunky. And I'm like, mom, you're so me. No, I'm not. (laughs) I refuse to see it, you yeah. know, but it was true. And then after my divorce, sports, I started up my sports again and in the gym. And it became, like I mentioned, my therapy, my release. Mm-hmm. And it was right. really great. And I lost 60 pounds. I lost it all off. And then bec- I think I became addicted to the high, like you, like, mm-hmm. especially for a yeah, runner, yeah. the runner's high. You know, oh, as a yeah, boxing yeah. and adrenaline, like I love going in the ring and just boxing and bobbing and weaving. And next thing, my feet are like, you know, it, it's it's yeah. exhilarating. You just, you're just like in the zone, and you just like zone out. Yeah. And it's like, whoa! You come to what happened? Like, did I black out? Like, man, exactly. Like, I, I know, I know exactly what you mean because I I started doing this uh, 10k trainer a few months ago, and I'm wrapping up now. I think tomorrow will be like the last day. And like, <laughs> it started from running one minute, walking for two minutes like for the first week to now running for like 45, 50 minutes straight. And like right about 15, 20 minutes, you just, I just, you just going and I'm not even thinking about it. And even like when you're tired, like it's just yeah. like, you just keep moving your arms and I'm like, huh, like it's clear. And I'm like, should I stop doing this? Like once I've already made it here, am I going to go back down or is it going to be, okay, you did 10, like go and do 20, go and run a marathon. It's like, I really don't want to do that, but I'm like, it's a nice it's a good type of addiction where it's like you're active yeah. you're productive and it's like, exactly. like if you were to be addicted to something, Hey, that's a good thing to be addicted to. Honestly. Yeah. I get it. No, I get it. But, um, you know, eventually if you're too addicted, like you rest days are important. Right. Uh, right. Eat, right. Like you need a rest day. And I was kind of very stubborn. I was like, I don't need rest. Day. I got goals. I'm trying to get <laughs> every day, putting in work every day, doing that extra yeah. stuff, 120. Uh, but no, you need to rest. And that was my problem is that I did not rest and I overtrained and eventually I injured myself. And it's the same concept with life. Like we overwork ourselves. We're so hard on ourselves. We're like, we need to do this, this, this every day. 
yeah. our brains need a rest day too. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. I guess how how have you um how, like how have you been able to like force yourself to rest like with having school and working out all the time and just like traveling and different things like that? How do you find the time to rest? That's been a very hard uh, area for me to actually like do because um I would always my friends would always be like you need to chill you need to rest you need to take a break relax it's not that serious at home like my goals are serious like what are you talking about my goals are serious but then I would become so overworked so drained where I became miserable and bitter and I was very like short tempered and every little thing would irritate me and when I got to that point I was like yeah you know I need to do rest days so I started to designate like a Sunday as my I called it Sunday me day which yeah. I would do just in the summer. It was nice. Cause I would go to my favorite spot down by the lake in Chicago. And I would just sit there by the water with my music, my book or my journal. I would just write and literally just do whatever I want and reflect. Right. Right. So with old, it's been a little harder. Uh, mm-hmm. The gym time was my me time, but I'm um, yeah. back after that when I injured myself. So gotcha. just, just kind of finding ways to work around and then travel, just kind of doing what I want to do and, and get mm-hmm. stuff. But I'm like, I, I've learned to give myself a rest day. Um, even if it's not a rest day, try to give myself like an hour a day where I just kind of solely focus on me. I'll turn my phone off and be on not, not, do not disturb or something like that. And I'll do that. Yeah. That's smart. I like, I like that. It it was, um, I think it was last month. I I was just like, had this random thought where I told myself, I'm going to go schedule a day or a time to dream. And I literally just went to the, to the movie theater and I bought a movie ticket. It was Saturday. I bought a movie ticket for Sunday, like the matinee price or the matinee time. Mm -hmm. It was like, I'm going to go see, um, the Joker movie is the one that I want to go see. And I was like, I've heard about it. Like I talked about it with somebody and I was like, I'm just going to go check it out. Like I'm in, I'm in a much better um, mental state than I was before. And like when I watched it, I was like, yeah, I, I wouldn't have been ready to watch this movie before if I was not in the right mind state because it went everywhere. And I was just watching, not necessarily thinking like I have to get something from it, but I'm just like, no, I'm going here, not taking anybody with me, just going to sit, watch and just kind of like, just whatever comes up, comes up. If nothing comes up, I'm like, that was a good movie. And then just walk yeah. out and just um, after doing that, I think a few weeks later, I went and saw um, Harriet with my mom and just seeing her being able to enjoy it. And then uh, just looking at it and just thinking, I was like, wow, that's really, that's really powerful. And I just happened to see it before E.T. and C.J. and Carl came out with their uh, episode of it, basically doing a deep dive. And I was like, that's some some good timing right there. I didn't plan it, but it it all worked out. Like I heard them hyping it up before, like how they enjoyed it, different people doing the lives and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I appreciate that. And then like, I just jumped on the wave and I'm like, okay, like this is in line with what I'm doing and it just worked out but that that's good like you are just figuring it out as you go along yeah and I think that's where a lot of us are kind of like people think that you have the answers like no I don't I'm us <laughs> I'm figuring it out just as I go along just like you I mean it looks right. like I'm a, a, a big right now but that's yeah. okay that's because like you as long as you are figuring it out then you're heading in the right direction because if you're just sitting there 
just twiddling your thumbs, hoping things are going to fall into place. Like they don't just fall into place. They get into place because you put them there because you mm -hmm. do the actions that will move these things into its place. Like when you mentioned like, you know, you're going to the movie theaters, you've seen the movie, the next, you know, ET is doing this video on it too. Like you're like, that was perfect timing. I'm like, yeah, it's not a coincidence though. Right, Life has right. to be supposed to happen because things are supposed to happen at a certain time. And then yeah. that's just how they work out. I, I, I'm a big believer in that. Big believer that even if I don't like it, if I don't want it, it makes me sad or it makes me cry or it makes me happy and joyful. Mm -hmm. It happened for a reason. There's a reason at this moment in time, in this world, in my life, this action is particularly happening for something right now. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. a, that's a great point. Just I just heard somebody either say that today or yesterday, and they're talking about, it was um, a good friend of mine, Royce. He lives up in um, Lansing, Michigan. And he was saying he's he's in the mental health space, like getting um, certified as a, clinic, a clinician. And he just talked about that every Everybody has a has a book that they can write per se, but it's like everyone has their own story that they're able to write and say like, okay, this is my life. And whatever happens in your life, it's a lot of times you can look at it as like, oh, why me? Oh, I, I wish I was like somebody else. But it's like the less time you focus looking at other people, it's like, you know, hey, my life isn't so bad. Like, okay, maybe you went from like a childhood trauma, like some people may not make it out of that. But like once you kind of start shifting your perspective on it and you start asking different questions like i know right now it's the end of the year and everybody's looking at like okay what happened in 2019 like what am i going to do for 2020 and like maybe i shouldn't say everybody like who we know within bu like that's kind of the focus you're, one percent yeah the one percent you're always like self-assessing and you're just trying to see like okay what what can i do better and the mm. thing that that's kind of come up in my mind over and over it's like as i start to look at the people that i deal with and i see things that i don't like whether it's their habits or their um behaviors i've started to look at myself and be like wait where am i doing that like how am i doing that behavior because it's like it's not necessarily them like they're not they're not the problem it's just like either the right. behavior or something and i'm i'm just thinking to myself I'm not too far removed from doing the exact same thing. And they say, um, I'll jump off my soapbox, but I've heard this thing said that um, pride, what is it? Pride comes before the fall. So it's like when you think you're like kind of all high and mighty, you're like, oh yeah, I'm doing it. I'm this, I'm that. And then next thing you know, you could be like down in the dumps, like, oh crap. Like I can't, I'm trying to get my life back together type thing. And pride is, a, it's good to be, you know, proud. And because right. you need to be proud of your accomplishments and the things that you go, you do yourself. You know, you gotta be your number one supporter. But I right. definitely feel like too much pride can be negative. It can mm -hmm. break you. The pride can make you. Um, like you mentioned, like I really like that like you said that like people, each, everyone has their own story and everyone can determine how their story turns out. And that's like the thing a lot of people don't realize is that is that you are in control. You literally write your own story. Every action decision that you make every single day determines what you're writing down on that paper. Mm. You know, small or big, waking up five minutes earlier, that yeah. will give you momentum. Literally, it's the small things that you do every day that lead into building that big momentum that can lead into the future that takes you to your goal. Um, but yeah, I definitely like we all write our own stories. So we're the authors to us.
I guess as, as a fighter, has that been, um, or like being in fighting, has that always been like a mindset of yours or did you feel like that's something you had to learn like first fighting or like just. So when I first started to box, I was, I want to say 15 or 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 26 now. So that was about 10 years ago. Um, okay. I honestly, I started it because my mom was, I was a very angry teenager. You know, mm-hmm. you're a teen, yeah. you're rebelling. I was just, I was full of anger. And mom's like, you need a sport. Cause I can't handle you. <laughs> she <told me. laughs> She's like, you pick what you want and I will sign you up for it and I will pay for it. And I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I went out to Chicago public park districts page, you know, and I, they had boxing and I was like, okay, you know, this sounds interesting. But I actually, I started to box because it was a way for me to release my anger. And, yeah. but it ended up becoming something that I really love because now was I just able to release my anger. Like even to this day, if I'm stressed or something, nothing feels better than either running or hitting the bag. Mm. Um, but it also taught me discipline, self-control, being able to yeah. control emotions like people see boxing as a sport where you just go in the ring and you start swinging like no boxing is a lot of strategy it's a lot mm-hmm. of control it's a lot of analyzing like it's a lot of thinking that goes into it and i've been able to take that into my life and just mm-hmm. take control and i take a breath and now i'm saying like people like and i'm like i get punched in the face for sports i'm like if life decides to punch me in the face i can take it mm-hmm. that's how, like i i tell myself like I always like my own motivator i always tell myself it's like you're a fighter in the ring you're a fighter in life yeah. you got Osa. you know that's <laughs> my little like pep talk to myself <laughs> yeah, that's what you gotta do like some sometimes like i want to say at one point in life I, I used to think that was cheesy but it's like when uh like i've seen people in the gym do that just like come on like get one more one more and it's like i thought maybe it was weird because i was always used to like somebody else pushing me or or i wasn't like i might push myself now internally but i, I may not verbally <laughs> it but it's there's mm-hmm. so much power in that like being able to tell yourself like this is what we're doing yeah. right now there's so much power in it because yes it feels good when other people come to you and tell you and motivate you because yes you want to hear the praise you want to hear these things from them but mm-hmm. the end of the day like i mentioned like you got to be your own supporter but like the subconscious is such a strong thing and that's something that we really can't control because it's it's, it's our subconscious you know but we mm-hmm. can manipulate it by right. saying things to ourselves you know like i will i will look myself in the mirror and say you got this today sosa today's your day sosa yeah you're amazing you're strong like i will tell these things to myself because right. i feed it to my subconscious and then once i start keep feeding it and feeding it then i start to believe it and believe it and once i believe it i'm like i'm unstoppable mm-hmm. i got this i can handle that i'm like <laughs> So I, I think that it's like, it's good. Like I, I kind of, I was in the same boat as you. I'm like, I don't want to talk to myself in the mirror. Like, <laughs> if you want to think I'm crazy, I'm just walking like, come on, Sosa, you got the Sosa, <laughs> you know? But like, right, right, right. At the end of the day, like, who cares what these people think? Because at the end of the day, you got to care about what you think about yourself because that's what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And if you're happy, you can go ahead and achieve anything else that you want to do because you're just so eager to go after it. Mm, that's a good point. I, I guess what's the what's on the radar for you say like in the next six months like what are you looking forward to or like you're like this is gonna happen next for my like um academic life or or like my personal life or like uh, which, whichever you you feel comfortable sharing um 
let's see. <laughs> well, the next six months, I definitely want to be already preparing for medical school and taking my MCAT exams and getting it in there. I also plan on, you know, being healed and getting back into shape and being my top best physique as I possibly can. And also to be starting again and fighting again. So I'm hoping to start amateur fighting again once I've healed and to be in a couple fights. And then eventually train for the Golden Gloves in Chicago and then do that, you know. But don't, in six months, all I see is myself going up. <laughs> That's what's up. I, just, I was just thinking in my mind, like, if I was if I was thinking something differently for myself, I was like, no, it's like, we're, we're on the same wavelength. It's like, I just see everything going up. And, like, whatever challenges may come up, it's like, you just meet them like you get punched in the face or like life is gonna hit you but it's like you prepare for it because you understand that um like come what may i, I was built for this i'm made for this and yeah just like what what's your um what's your morning routine like well i wake up in the mornings i gotta get ready for work so i'm already getting ready for work waking up but i always you know i do my accountability calls with my co with my bu family Mm -hmm. uh, and but it, it lately it's been a little tough because I switched my my shift at work so my shift starts mm -hmm. at the same time as the BU call started the West Coast accountability calls yeah. so after here I work with like my tiny headphones trying to like <laughs> today's my today's top goal is this guys <laughs> just like trying to whisper it or type it in the chats but yeah. um, usually kind of my morning on my drive to work I like to listen to a lot of like motivational uh clips videos you yeah. know just on amazon or eric thomas of course and right. all these things and i just like to listen to them to get my day started it gives me a good pump right, like right. i'm work like i'm ready to handle today you yeah. know so that's one of my right. favorite things yeah get my mind right exactly i like to get my mind right get it going get it prepping that's awesome. usually like morning routine mm -hmm. you, you made any six month travel plans uh, yes, I will go. I'll be going to New Orleans and in February, and then I'll be going to Peru in April. Very nice. My best friend's getting married out there, so she's having this desti destination wedding. So it's not a vacation really for me, mm -hmm. but I'm still going. Um, I still have to plan out my yearly because I tried to do one year international trip for myself. Mm -hmm. uh, but like as medical school gets closer and closer that things I'm gonna have to stop that for a while because you know I had focus I had to work at school because like they say medical school it's literally like that's your job right. your job <laughs> but I'm sure I'm sure you you already setting these things in place you you will be able to I'm gonna speak this life into you will be able to manage something in there if it's not international maybe still like a trip to just be like hey like doctors mm -hmm. and doctors in training can still have a life yeah and that's yeah. what i was thinking because i was like maybe like you said like i can go just start traveling in the u.s and see all those different yeah. states like i go out of the country all the time because i'm like i gotta see the world but i'm like there's a whole world right here that i still haven't seen and it's much easier yeah. to be west you know i can take a weekend a couple of days right. and all right i'm gonna be gone you and you know in your backyard how was that I said you, you have a lot in your backyard being up there in a, in Chicago yeah. because I, I I just remembered um, I don't know if I if I already shared this with you but um, I was in the Chicago area for like six months and then one weekend like right around Labor Day I had four days off in between transferring work and I was like I asked one of my coworkers these elder gentlemen I think he's maybe thirty years or so older than me and he was <laughs> just like oh these are some cool port cities you can hit around Lake Michigan he's like I don't know if you'd be into this but this is stuff 
stuff that I like. And um, I was like, sure, like, let me go check it out. So then you got like Sheboygan, um, Milwaukee, um, Green Bay, Port Washington, like all that stuff. And I just went there. And for me, I was just like being an outsider, checking it out, you walk around like a lot of like all cities, they're, they're kind of the same. You got like your post yeah. office, your um, bakery, um, whatever's downtown, like the courthouse, things like that. But just seeing like people out there and especially during like the not maybe not the winter months, but during the, the spring and summer, it's much it's much nicer to like get out and about. Yeah, because I, I mean, I do do that in the summer when it's much nicer outside. I because I, really, I really enjoy hiking and being outside in nature and you won't really mm-hmm. find it in the city. So I yeah. have to drive out and it turns into like a whole day excursion because I have to drive like four hours to find some kind of like forest preserve yes. with a nature trail that I like with the, with the right, child right. climb up mountains. But it, there's, there's a lot of beautiful things to see and um, yeah. you know, see the Grand Canyon, like things like that. And that's in the U.S. Just, and I, I have a lot of friends everywhere. So I'm like, I can go stay with you, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just be like, hey, uh, I'll give you a, a day's notice. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm sure you'd give them a little bit more notice. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, come, come through. Yeah, I'm not picky. I'm not high maintenance. I'm like, I don't, like, don't got an extra room. I'm like, you got a couch? I'll sleep yeah. on a couch. I'm like, you don't? I'm like, that's cool. There's, I'm pretty sure there's a Walmart near you or Target. We will go buy an yeah. air mattress. I will sleep on it. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. A lot of times, I'm, I think I, I told uh, a couple of friends of mine from BU, they, they first moved to Atlanta and um like they literally just were just got the keys to the house and everything and signed the lease and i was just passing through i was like hey like so we don't have any furniture or anything i was like hey as long as you got a floor and four walls i'm good exactly. and we just crashed and then in the morning we just ate breakfast together hung out and it was a good time just spending time with good people yeah. and uh like just being able to, to socialize and build a new future not just that but it's also i feel like it saves you a lot of money and and not just that but like that money that you do save you can mm-hmm. use that on stuff out there creating oh. life experiences and memories which i find better because i'm saying like hotels are nice yeah you want to mm-hmm. spend money on a fancy hotel but think about it if you're on vacation you're only coming mm-hmm. back there to sleep right right like i don't care if you got a a gym and a spa and a fitness and this and that like i'm gonna be out there i just need a bed to come sleep in shower and change and then get back out there (laughs) i guess that that's the good that's the good life about just being like uh young and you're just ready to just go out there especially if you're traveling on your own because Mm -hmm. um i remember two years ago i went to uh dc and i stayed at an airbnb and this january i'm gonna go back up there for um jamal king's uh, real estate course and I reached out to the same Airbnb host. I was like, hey, do you have availability during this time? And she was like, oh, yeah, I do. Like, um, what are you coming into town for? And I was like, oh, there's this conference or whatnot. And she's like, hey, even before you go ahead and sign up, um, let me know. And I'll I'll make it like a, a deal for you. So where you don't have to like pay the full amount. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, I was just like, I was going to pay the full amount. But I was just wanting to stay with the same host because they're, she was awesome. And um, she yeah. works with like the government and stuff does a lot of travel overseas and we had a chance to like sit down and go to this ethiopian spot and i think that was maybe the first or second time i've ever had ethiopian food and i was like man that was good good, right really good and then just really good yeah she gave me like all these suggestions of like hey like i'm just 
I'm not like she's there, but we had our own schedules, but it's like, okay, here's where you can go get groceries. Here's where you can go visit like the Capitol mall. Like here's all the things you can do. And I was like, that's always fun for me getting a chance to like experience the city through somebody that actually lives there rather than just like you're passing through. It's like, Oh, I did all the tourist things. It's like, everybody does that. Come on. Like, I know. Mix it up a little bit. I, um, when I went to Italy, um, by myself, I actually ended up, I stayed in the bed and breakfast mm. and it was my first time staying in the bed and breakfast and I actually enjoyed it. And I liked the whole so much that I ended up staying with him in his mm-hmm. bed and breakfast. Cause it, it was like, a it was a bed and breakfast and there was like, I think he had like three, four rooms. So there was like okay. a guest staying there, but like, it was very small, but like, I felt so comfortable being there, so safe. Like I already got yeah. into there. I ended up staying with him three times. Like I would, mm. I would go to Italy, then I went to Greece, then I came back, yeah. and I'm like, got an extra room, and I'm staying in the yeah. same room. And then right. before I was coming back home, because my flight flew out of Rome, so I went to Venice, and then I came back. I was like, I need one more night. I'm like, you got a room? And he's like, yes, <laughs> for you, come on in. <laughs> nice. So it's really nice, you know, to have like a friendly face, especially because right. I travel myself a lot, so it can be a little nerve wracking. Um, mm-hmm. but very empowering I will say that very empowering nice. yeah mm-hmm. I definitely agree with you and I was talking I met a, a travel agent last month at this um, IG post exchange event they were doing up in Atlanta and um, like did an interview with her like this and came to find out that she's a like a retired veteran and like work as a dental hygienist and just had like she was kind of trying to sort things out and decided to start a travel agency for um, women to start off with like herself millennial women that are um may not have had a chance to get out or did you just want to plan a trip that's like outside of the mm-hmm. country or even within the country and she was like i hadn't traveled in two years and like i would go with japan russia like all these places and i just got home kind of got comfortable doing my job i was really good at my job but then i looked up and it's like man i hadn't gone anywhere in two years it's like let me go everywhere now so she set up like this whole schedule for 2020 and i was mm-hmm. like wait you're going where you're doing bali and you're doing like indonesia and wait those might be in the same place but she just had like all these different trips and i was like oh man i want to go and she's like wait wait wait. it's for women only just for now but i'll i'll help you plan a trip i love that because um it's because like especially as a woman like there's so many places that i want to travel to but they're not safe for a woman yeah. to go to by herself, literally. Yeah. You know, like and, when I travel yeah. by myself, I literally Google top right. safe places to go as a solo traveling woman. Yeah. That's that's nice that she is doing that. You know, like a little... And the, thing, and the thing that she's doing is that she's making it to where, um, especially for like millennials that you move everywhere. And if you're in a city like Atlanta, it's very transient where um, different people come through there for work or stuff like you move and you, you go away and mm-hmm. you may not be able to coordinate with your friends. So she like coordinates a group of women that you can travel with and then you guys meet up and do brunch and stuff like that beforehand. So you can yeah. know who you, you're traveling with. And I was I like, like, that's really smart. Yeah, because like, I've done it before where I've traveled with like my friend, like she last minute was like, oh, I want to go to Paris with you. And I was like, yeah. okay. And I'm super glad she did because it was my first trip and I was in Dubai myself. I'm so glad I didn't because I was not ready for it. Mm-hmm. But I have not spent that long with her or a friend. Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. If you're with a friend, you're not really with them 24-7, seven days a week. It, right, right. 
we fought. <laughs> like we fought. We got into arguments, disagreements, and it's kind of like it kind of ruined our friendship a little bit. Like we got back on the horse afterwards, but yeah, yeah. So I really like the idea of what she's doing because like you can still travel with them, but you don't gotta mm-hmm. be with them twenty four seven, which I think right. that can be stressful on anybody. Yeah. With them. Like even traveling with my parents, being with them twenty four seven, I'm just like, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Family I, vacations. I love you all, but I can't be with you for that long. <laughs> right, right. And it's like yeah. Everybody needs their own space. It's not a bad thing. Like if you do a trip by yourself, cool. If you do a trip with somebody, cool. Like you just yeah. you need that, like a little bit of everything. I will say though, when <laughs> traveling by myself, there's been time. There were times where I was like, don't get me wrong, I got really lonely. Because there was a day I realized, like I was like, man, I have not said not one single word today. I have not talked. Because you're by yourself, who are you gonna talk to? Right. And right. The only time I'll talk was like I'm like placing an order for food or something like that. But I was like man and the time difference it was not daytime for me but for anyone back home it was nighttime they were sleeping so i couldn't just call right. them be like hey what are you up to like it's three in the morning what do you want right it's like i'm sleeping that's what i'm up to <laughs> yeah so i got very lonely and there were times where i had uh these experiences where there were life changing and just moving and i was just like I really wish that there was someone here who I could share this with. So mm-hmm. there, there were bad times, but it was also the times where I felt so empowered, liberated, and strong, and and just very independent. It felt great. Yeah. I came back a whole different person. I learned things about myself, but there were definitely times where I wished that I was like, I wish I could have someone who could yeah. see with me right now because no one will believe what I'm seeing. This is amazing. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Pictures don't do it justice. Like, you'll take a picture. I'm like, that's not what it looks like. <laughs> right, right. I feel like the, the only time that I, I've done that where a picture does justice to what I'm seeing is um, going up to the pictured rocks on Lake Superior, um, Mm -hmm. the upper peninsula of of Michigan. And literally they like, they hand you, you know, when you go somewhere, they hand you a brochure and they're like, okay, here are the hiking trails. Here's um, places you can go. And I like took the shortest trail to the beach and on the front, it has this cliff where it's, um, you have a cliff that's overlooking the water and the water is like green and like just, that that like pure crispness to it and i literally walked up when i was about to go there and i look at the brochure and i look at that and i even took the picture and somebody's like oh man what kind of camera did you take that with i was like my phone they're like wow like that that's amazing i was like yeah it's it's different like it's very like surreal yeah like so some things you can some things you can't to your point yeah oh yeah definitely definitely can agree with that yeah but what's funny is is that um sometimes i think of myself as like a scout to where i say like i've I've been i went to vegas by myself like saw the hoover dam the grand canyon this other spot like went on the strip like um is is interesting like vegas is vegas but to your point like i think i went there two weeks after two friends of mine they went together and they came back and they're like oh man like somebody's <laughs> one of the guys for some reason i think he maybe had too much to drink but he was driving somebody's uh wheelchair sitting in the guy's lap and he's like oh i don't remember any of that but i was like you know like it, it is fun to kind of have those moments when you think back to it like okay like i i did spend the time but then yeah yeah that's yeah very true and i and i've been to vegas a couple times actually 
and people and I've been there, but I didn't go to the party and strip. I actually went to Hoover Dam. I climbed up mm-hmm. Mount Charleston. I went to Red Rock, mm-hmm. you know, Canyon and all that good stuff. It was good memories, good time. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll have to pr- plan a trip for uh, 2020, or if nothing else, at the least, we'll do it. Uh, I'll probably see you at one of the conferences. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping there's a good amount this year. You saw the list. Yeah, yeah. There's a good the amount. List, I was like, I can't look at it just yet because come January, I may be out outside the country with work, but I'm like, I'm going to, I know for sure I'm going to go to Mexico. And I was like, either before, like probably after that, I'll do something else. But that, that was one where I was like, I don't know if I, if I can make it, but a friend convinced me to do it. And I was like, okay, like, I'm going to go. And then just getting the funds together, talking with the um, the travel agent, the coordinator. And they're like, yeah, we can like arrange the payments and things like that. And I was like, cool. Like now I just need to get busy, not only save up, but like start thinking about how I can either doing like the real estate thing or uh, even with podcasting, like I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> However, it's going to happen. Like we're going to figure this out and just make it a regular <laughs> occurrence. Like we said earlier, we're just kind of figuring things as we go. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Cool. Well, I won't hold you too much longer. You got to go to the gym. Yeah. I'll go work out before it gets too late. I don't know what time it is for you. What time is it for you? It's almost 4.30. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so you're an hour ahead. Yeah. I'm just an hour ahead. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. But yeah, go get my workout yeah. in and then prepare for tomorrow. Back yeah. to work. Hey, this one was much better, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started listening back to the other one and I was like, ooh, yeah. Yeah. Like you, you were good, but I guess I was either super tired at that point and I was like, yeah, yeah. Good call. Good call. <laughs> I was like, let's do it again. Good. Oh, um, do you want people to find you on social media or anything like that? Yeah, that's fine. Um, go ahead and give them your information. Let them know how they, where they can find you. <laughs> well, my main platform is Instagram and I, uh, my Instagram name is Sosa Strength. And it's just S-O-S-A Strength, you know? Awesome. Thank yeah. you. No, thank you. This is great. Loved it. And just uh, hope to hear and see you soon. Okay. Enjoy your workout. Have a good Sunday. You too. Bye. Bye.